0: All right, y'all, good evening. What's going on, y'all? Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board certified internist. Welcome to another episode of The Real Physician Reacts. This is our live weekly series here on TikTok where we just talk about topics that need to come across our social media landscape or something that we address, right? So on TikTok, again, if you're not following me, make sure you hit the like, hit that share button. If you listen to this on the podcast, Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Dr. Barry Pierre. This week, we are talking about weight loss battle drugs, right? Like, I, I like I like to say like that. Like, I think it's easier when you kind of compare one versus the other, even though, interesting enough, these medications are a lot similar than different. So, easy enough, a lot similar than different, but we are going to talk about it. So, the newest, 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 newest uh drug on the market specifically for weight loss specifically for weight loss is wagovi now you're going to hear a lot of people mention the drug ozampic and you're gonna say dr barry what is the difference between ozampic and wagovi and the the answer is nothing i know that sounds wild like what is the difference between wagovi and Ozampic, the answer is nothing except Wagovi is FDA approved for losing weight. Wagovi is FDA approved for losing weight. In fact, if you do a search for FDA approved, and I know, I know y'all like the FDA approved drugs because during this pandemic, That was a big, that was a big point, sticking point. Like, oh, it's not FDA approved. They're not FDA approved in reference to the vaccine. So I know y'all really care about FDA approved. So the FDA approved drug for weight loss right now is Wagovi. Yes, it is the same medication as Ozampic, but it's in different doses. So based on the doses that you're taking Will let me know whether you're taking this as a diabetic patient or you're taking this strictly for the weight loss. And it's important. As well as Manjaro, which is strictly right now as I speak, what this is what the 27th of July. It is FDA approved for diabetes, but it's going through, it's going through the progress to get FDA approved for the weight loss. I want us to think about that. So FDA approved is important for you guys. Right now we know there's only one medication, at least in during this discussion, that is FDA approved for weight loss. So I will and I will get to your question. I see your question, Scholar Rich. I will definitely get to your questions. Make sure you like, make sure you share. Uh, make sure you follow. Make sure you follow. You should be following. And again, if anyone who misses the discussion, remember we do post this on our YouTube page, which is linked in said bio. As well as on the podcast. So, if you're a podcast listener, this episode audio-wise will be on the podcast. If you are, if you like watching the video, this will be on our YouTube page. Now, of course, the difference between the YouTube page is that you can't really see the comments. Unfortunately, TikTok doesn't record the comments as you're seeing. it. that would be amazing if it did. Like, if and if anyone's on TikTok is following, it would be amazing if it did, but they don't. Um, so let's start from the beginning. Right. Let's start. Like what are what are these two drugs? Right. Manjaro and Wagovi. Manjaro and Wagovi. What are these two drugs? Class wise. Again, we'll, we'll break it down. You know, a little pharmacology. We're not going to get too deep because y'all not. Y'all not here for that. Y'all are here for. Hey, does this thing work or not? And I will cut it short. Right. So I'm not I'm not even going to drag it out. These medications definitely work for weight loss. They are definitely great weight loss medications. Right now, only one of them is FDA approved, and that's Wagovi. Only one's FDA approved for now, again, July 27th. Like, don't quote, don't see this video in like two, three months and you're saying, oh no, oh no, y'all are, y'all, you didn't tell me about Manjaro being FDA approved. It's there. So, both these medications are what we call GLP 1 agonists, which means there are certain receptors on our body that help control blood sugar. And these are the things that GLP agonists do. They increase insulin secretion. They increase your body's sensitivity to the insulin you secrete. They decrease glucagon. They decrease glucagon. You may have hey, Dr. Barry, what is glucagon? Glucagon is what your body does to say, hey, I want you to make a molecule, we'll say a molecule, a substance that will eventually turn into glucose and what we know as sugar. So if I decrease the production of that process, guess what? Get what I do downwind. I decrease your body's production of sugar downstream. Just so again, we, I don't want y'all to get straight pharmacology. It's not important. I know some of y'all really want to know it, but it's not like deep. Y'all don't want, y'all not, y'all not my medical students. Y'all not my residents. Y'all don't need to know it that deep. Y'all just kind of want to have an idea. Now, one thing it does do, and we'll definitely have to talk about that because I'm already seeing New York Post and I'm already seeing it on Reddit. It does cause these, the class of medications, GLP-1 agonists, it does cause decreased stomach emptying, decreased stomach emptying. This is a known side effect of GLP-1 agonists. Why is that important? So that when you read some article off, you know, uh, Shade Room, TMZ, talking about a medication ca- causing stomach paralysis, think now. Let's listen. Like, look, look. This is this is what the media does, y'all. They take known side effects, like we know it, like it's not a shock, it's not a surprise. They take known side effects that we know based off of medication. And then they sensationalize it, call it something different, and make you think that this is something that was a shock to everyone. So we know GLP agonists decrease slow uh, gastric emptying, right? AKA you eat food, how long it takes for your food to move through your system, especially through your stomach. That's a process. And those medications slow that process down. But now I go, I do a Google search, right, on Zampic, and now I'm hearing, oh my God, those causes stomach paralysis, and they they scare y'all, because that's what they do, right? They scare y'all to say, oh my God, this medication causes stomach paralysis? Oh no, get me away from that medication. And then they tell you to go get the other medication. Now mind you, I just said, Manjaro, Wengovy, both are GLP-1 agonists, which means they both carry the risk They both carry that risk for the decreased stomach emptying, a.k.a. stomach paralysis, but only one is being marketed like that's the issue, right? So, okay, just wanted to make sure we kind of get a baseline of what the medications do. Now, like, you know, some great medications, they started out one way. And the best example, the best example I love to give is Pfizer's drug, Viagra. When they first marketed that drug, Viagra, they said, hey, we want a medication that will work on hair loss. We want a medication that will help with hair loss. A side effect was that, whoa, all these men keep getting erections. Think about that. I want a medication for hair loss. All of these men keep getting erections. Guys, we need to turn the car around and we need to go in a different direction. Next thing you know, billions of dollars later, you got Viagra. So you have medications that started out as medications say, hey, I know double. Yeah, someone says double one for men. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um someone says uh, so they started out saying, hey, I want to treat diabetes. We know how bad diabetes is. We know all of the risks and side effects. If you caught last week's live, you know. Here it goes as they're looking to see that this medication is working on decreasing our hemoglobin A1C, which is our medication to, you know, that shows how well we're controlling our blood sugars. Hey, you know what? These people are losing weight, right? Like, so this this is what happens. They go for one thing. They say, hey, I want to help control people's blood sugars because diabetes is a problem. We've talked about it in We will not restart it here. And then they started noticing a lot of people losing weight. And they said, "Uh uh-oh, we got one. So you have Wagovi, which is the first medication that's been FDA approved for weight loss since 2014. Almost 10 years since we've been able to FDA approve a weight loss medication. Just to show you how important that is. And and someone kind of mentioned it earlier. It's to the point where once people started recognizing this diabetic medication was also losing weight. Guess what happened? Guess guess what guess what guess what y'all did? Not y'all, not y'all on the live, but guess what y'all in the general public did? All of a sudden, people who needed it, someone said, "I need a pill fast." The the pills are coming. They're right now, they're not in pill form. Um, right when they recognized, "Hey, this medication loses weight," all of a sudden you had all of these non-diabetic patients. Getting this medication, buying this medication, telling the doctors, hey, I need this medication. So you had a lot of non-diabetic patients taking a drug that was only for the diabetic patients, which is why someone earlier said, hey, I'm having trouble even getting the medication because it's it's they didn't recognize like, hey, we should be producing enough because a lot of people may need help losing weight. They are only producing it for the diabetics. So they got caught kind of like, oh, like, we don't have that many supplies. So they had to kind of backtrack on the supply aspect because so many people, right? So many people were getting it who weren't actually diabetic. Now, of course, there are newer drugs. And a lot of people said on the live they're expensive. These are not, these are not inexpensive drugs. Right now, most of your insurances don't even cover it. Why? Because in the class that they're in, you have other medications, GLP agonists, that you can use that are cheaper. So if you're an insurance company, you're like, hold on, if you're really a diabetic using it, you know, for a GLP agonist, you go use that cheaper one. And if you want to go lose it for weight loss, you go try to get it yourself. Right. So, of course, now you have the got Now you got healthcare workers and providers having the right prescriptions for people who want to lose weight. You have weight loss clinics getting this medication out uh, the wazoo. So you guys, how much out of pocket? Uh, right now, it's about a thousand bucks. About a thousand bucks, and that's I think that's for either or. Let me let's check GoodRx uh, while, while we're on the live here. We'll go there. But it's about yeah, it's about about yeah, thirteen hundred dollars, 13 for my local pharmacies. Uh, now let's try Manjaro and GoodRx. Uh, for those who, um, uh, for those who you know don't have great insurance or no insurance, GoodRx is a great website to get coupons for your most common um, prescription medication. So I always suggest my patients, even if you have insurance, hey, check to see if your medication on GoodRx. Could be a little cheaper because it, it'd be surprised that you can be having insurance and still have a medication um, that your insurance doesn't cover, but GoodRx does. Uh, so Manjaro here locally, I'm seeing 99, $9, 1,000, $1, a thousand. So about a thousand to about 1,300 costs. So yes, it costs some money. And this is what I think: it costs money to get healthy. We already know in this country. We already talked about this before, right? It costs money. Someone says their pharmacy is charging $1,700. Let me tell you that pharmacy is getting money. That pharmacy is getting some money. <laughs> that pharmacy is getting you. That pharmacy is getting you, because it should not be if that's that extra seven hundred bucks is going right into the pharmacist's pocket, because there's usually no margin on that 1, thousand thirteen hundred, so that rest is going right into the pocket, right? So, so. That is the the nutshell, right? Manjaro, Wagovia, two medications in the same class. Again, they are in the same class. Manjaro is also a G1P agonist. But for our discussion, think of them both in the same class of medications. They're both uh, injectable medications. They're both injectable medications. And just depending on the dose, when we talk about Manjaro, I think it's 5, 10, and 15, and the studies that they're doing specifically for weight loss, now we're talking about weight loss, specifically for weight loss is they're seeing that between 10 milligrams and 15 milligrams, you get the most weight loss, which makes sense. The most, more medication, the uh, dosing, the more I weight loss. As far as what Govi is concerned, they want you to start, they want you to start at 0.25 milligrams a week, but eventually get to 2.4 milligrams weekly. Now again, don't worry about the dosing and try to compare the two, that's not important. It's just a matter of where they're at. Because when we're talking about Ozampic, the medication that is just, it essentially is Wagovi, but it's for just the diabetic patients, the dosing is actually higher. So that's how we know, like, hey, are you taking this medication because you're diabetic or are you taking this medication because you're trying to lose weight? Because the dosing is different. So that's why, from an FDA perspective, they have to market it as Wagovi because Wagovi says, hey, take up the this dose. But if you're a diabetic, you have to take up to, you can take up to higher doses. Like if you're doing it for weight loss, you don't take Wagovi up to a certain number of dose. But if you're doing it just for weight loss, you take it up to your 2.4, which is the max, and then you keep it moving from there, right? Just so we can get an idea from that standpoint. And I know someone asked, like, all right, so what are the, the, the qualifications, right? So for Wagovi, right, if you have a BMI over 30, you are... In class to be able to get that medication, they say, "Hey, you know what? Yep, you meet you meet the requirements to get it." Now, like both medications, they also work great if you have some cardiovascular risk factors, history of heart disease, maybe you have some heart disease in itself, because they also reduce uh, your risk for developing that. Right? If you have some risk factors for cardiovascular disease, hypertension, high cholesterol, these are great medications. But again, remember, they were for our diabetic patients to also reduce that risk. Again, there's, it's not end-all, be-all, like, all right, I take this Monjaro and my heart disease is waning, right? It's just a matter of, hey, I take this medication here and it will also help, right? Just so we can kind of get it clear. Now, I saw a lot of people said, what are the side effects? So if we think about how this medication works as far as decreasing our um, glucagon production, increasing Insulin secretion, increasing insulin sensitivity, and we say, all right, if it does end decreasing gastric emptying, now we have to think, all right, what are our side effects? are likely going to be opposite of what they work on. So, majority of the side effects are going to be GI related. Either be nausea, in both studies, and they've done studies on Mogova and Majori, both studies are all of the side effects have been GI related diarrhea, nausea. uh, vomiting. They've all kind of fell into that class there. Now, again, and I, we, I kind of mentioned earlier, especially if you came on late, like you're seeing a lot of uh, you're seeing a lot of our conspiracy theorists and, uh, you know, people who just can't wait to find something wrong with the medication uh, talk about stomach paralysis. It's a scary word. It's a scary word, but all it is is gastroparesis, a.k.a. the slowing of the stomach down. But remember, you know, you on this live here, you already heard Dr. Barry said, hey, one of the results of that class of medication is that it decreases gastric emptying so they've have sensationalized a known side effect to make you guys scared they're like oh I'm gonna get away from this thing here like I'm not gonna do it right like get get that medication absolutely away from me right so that's 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 our. But again, that's that's what they do, right? When it comes to medicines, especially newer medications, is that they try to scare you fully, right? Alex says, "Fellow D here. Yes, I am uh, Nova Southeastern University. I think they just changed our name to Kiran C Patel Osteopathic Medical uh, uh, School." Uh, let's let's get to questions. I I, I am not going to forget y'all questions. I see y'all questions. Y'all are live tonight. I appreciate it. Make sure you like. Make sure you share. Make sure y'all follow. Um, Oh, uh, this was uh, just random, but not necessarily due to, I had a tree uh, branch scratch my eye and I can't go to the doctor right now. Um, A lot of times, especially with those, any abrasions, and again, I'm not an optometrist or ophthalmologist, but anytime you're dealing with abrasions, um, the biggest concern, obviously, we're looking for is just visual loss and making sure, um, you know, that doesn't become an issue. Right. So when you're at home, you can't get to anywhere. Big thing for us is just keeping that cool compress on. Right. Sometimes you have to, like, shield it from the light because you don't want the thing uh, not necessarily blinding you, but causing stress to it um, and obviously trying to avoid. Uh, You know, any irritants in the eye, you know, cold water, just rubbing, rubbing, rubbing. And then eventually go to see your doctor, especially if it continues to persist because corneal abrasions hurt. Um, A lot of times you need steroid drops to kind of decrease the inflammation. Um, You know, you know, here here on The Real Physician Reacts, we touch everything uh, from that standpoint there. Uh, Someone says I'm an example for weight loss, but we'll go. We can hardly be found. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what Ken and I kind of just highlighted what Kenny Kenny says, right? Uh, He's on Ozampic, but he can barely find uh, the uh, Wagovi. Now, again, remember, it's the same medication, right? It's the, like, again, if y'all just Google Ozampic versus Wagovi, it's literally the same medication. It's just the brand name. So, a lot of times, from a branding standpoint, if you're a diabetic, I can get you a Zapic, but if I say, hey, I need to get some on Govi, you may have some difficulty getting it. But remember, it is the same medication, it's just the dosing is different. So, by the dosing, the healthcare professional can tell you, all right, oh, you're taking this for weight loss, strictly by the dosing. But the dosing says, like, if it's higher, it says, oh, you're taking this for a diabetic patient. But remember, both these medications are the same exact thing here. Oh, let's see here. What happens? after? Oh, it's a great question. Anna says, what happens after you stop the medication? So like like any medication, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetic medication is that once you stop taking the medication, because these are these medications are made to be chronic medications. Right. Even in the case of our um, for patients strictly taking it for weight loss, they're made for you to continue to be taking it. Now, of course, what the hope is, and first of all, these medications, when I tell you they work great, um, the studies have shown up to 10 to 50 percent of weight loss on an average, right? Average body weight, 10 to 15 percent. Y'all, just think about that number, 10 to 15 percent. That's a lot. Um, But it's what the hope is that, hey, maybe if I can get you down to 10 to 15 percent maybe you don't need as much blood pressure medications maybe you don't need as much cholesterol medications maybe you adjust and fix your diet enough right so that maybe you can come off this medication here but the idea is that these types of medications here you would stay on chronically until you don't need them no more and if you and if you're at the point where you cuz obviously we want to wean you off of it Cause it's not something where if you're taking it one day, you have to like decrease your dose by fifty percent for the next five weeks, right? No, if you take it today and this Monday is your last day taking it, you're good. Like you don't have to worry about any rebound effects. But the the idea is that you should be trying to take it chronically, right? Because that, that's how they pictured it when they were uh, prescribing it for the diabetic medicate diabetic patients. That oh, this is a medication they're gonna take forever. Now the weight loss is definitely through a wrench. And obviously, the goal is not to have to take a medication like that forever because eventually you should top out and not lose as much weight as you lost, especially if you lost a considerable amount of weight, and it should just be on maintain mode, so hopefully by that time you're on maintain mode, you're able to kind of change some of your diet and other things from that standpoint there Some says Monjaro is better, yeah, no like the the um the step that now they haven't done, and let's highlight Uh, highlight this comment so they haven't done any head-to-head studies there is no head which makes sense right because remember it's the same class of medication it's literally the same class of medication the dosing is a little different the monjaro has this g1p agonist that kind of adds a little uh i'm assuming but it's like you know let's say 90 percent is the same class of medication so there's no studies that like are butting head-to-head all they need to do, right? And this is the, this is the best thing, especially about these uh, these medications, right? Because there's not that many. Because remember, uh, Wagovi is the first one FDA approved since 2014. Since 2014. So all I have to do is compare myself to the placebo, a.k.a. not taking it. So if I got two groups, one person taking Manjaro, one person taking uh, you know, a placebo, a sugar pill, and this group loses a lot of weight, and this group drops their A1C, guess what? I'm I'm a winner, um, but yeah. Some some people will definitely say, "Hey, give me uh, Manjaro," and some people on the other side will say, "Give me my Wagovi right? or, or a But again, for for uh, you know correctness' sake, we'll just keep calling it. Uh, we'll here. Anyway, we kind of uh, answered the question um, about someone saying, "Do you need to take this forever?" No, the goal is that you shouldn't have to. The goal is that you should not have to um, take it out. Uh, take it forever. I'm sorry. All right. Yep. And uh, Tiff says, out of all the thousands of people taking, only two people have stomach paralysis. Yeah. And again, the stomach paralysis, again, it's it's a like I said, it's a good word, right? It's like if I'm trying to scare y'all, I'm going to tell you that it causes stomach paralysis. I'm not going to say, hey, this thing causes gastroparesis. I'm not going to say that. Robin, oh, Robin, I appreciate you. I appreciate the hearts. I appreciate that. I'm not going to tell you that it causes gastroparesis. I'm going to say, oh, this thing causes stomach paralysis. Stay awake. Like, I'm going to do that because I know that's a much scarier turn. Because in your mind, you're thinking, what is stomach paralysis? What is that? So let's talk about that. When we talk about gastroparesis, all that is is, hey, normally I go let's say normal, I go to eat a meal, you know, after about 20, 30 minutes, it's gone through my stomach, it's going through my small intestines, it's doing what it needs to do. When you have gastroparesis, and I have a I take care of a lot of patients who deal with you know chronic gastroparesis because of them have being diabetic, not because of medication, but just because you're a diabetic, you can have gastroparesis. Because that all of a sudden that same meal, it takes them a couple of hours, maybe three hours, maybe four hours. So think about this. Maybe you know everyone's talking about you know you eat three times a day. Imagine if you eat breakfast and then 12 1 o'clock comes around, you go to eat lunch. And you start getting, you know, stomach pain. You feel like you're vomiting because all of the food that you ate at breakfast is still sitting in your stomach. Now, this is something we don't even have to think about because our, our you know, especially those who don't have gastroparesis, that food moves like it's supposed to move. But if you have a patient whose food does not move like that, guess what? Now they go to eat at eight o'clock. They may not be able to eat till like four o'clock in the afternoon. They're hungry. Don't get it twisted. They're hungry. But they know if they eat any earlier, that food may hit the stomach at the same time, and then it comes out. So, so that's so again, if I'm gonna say a scary term, for sure I'm gonna tell you stomach paralysis. But once we kind of understand, like, all right, what are, what is this stomach paralysis? Oh, okay, gastroparesis. What is gastroparesis? Okay, slowing of my digestive system down. What do these medications do? Slow my digestive system down, aka decrease stomach emptying. Oh, okay, I. And, and for the patients who get that, it's not a common side effect. So when it comes to medications, whatever side effect it is, whether it's nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach pain. Oh, Robin, shout out, Robin. Shout out to Robin for real. Um, whether, whatever that thing is, I have to mention it. I have to say, hey, this is something that's happening. I can't tell you that, oh, this is not a side effect because all it has to do is happen to one person. And most, I don't, most people realize that like all it has to do is happen to one person and we have to list it as a side effect. So, yes, it's not necessarily a common side effect, but it is a side effect to say the least. And the good healthcare providers before they're prescribing you these medications here are going to let you know, hey, this is the things you may experience. You may experience, you know, it's some, you know, some, you know, slow, slowing of your digestive system. Now you may experience some nausea, you may experience some diarrhea. You may experience these things here. I don't want you to be afraid and say, I'm not going to take this medication anymore no because you're experiencing it because it is what we expected to occur. Uh, oh, uh, we, and we got we got some copay. We got some copay, uh, you know, uh, testimonies here. Right. So someone says their copay is five hundred dollars. $500. Remember, right now, Majoros uh, proof for diabetics. So this is not even the weight loss thing. So to get that, you have to be you have to be proven that you're a diabetic for your insurance to cover anything. Because if you don't if you don't have diabetes, you try to get this insurance. Hell, You're not even diabetic. Get out of here. Get out of here. Pay this money here. Right. So, yeah, $500. And this is not an uncommon. This is not uncommon. That's why you see so many people who are going to these weight loss clinics, that's why you see a lot of these, like, hey, come over here, pay $500 for Monjaro, pay $500 for Ozan, pay, pay. Like, a lot of these weight loss clinics and not even weight loss clinics, but just clinics on the side that are promoting it, is that they're able to get the medication, especially the healthcare providers, they're able to order the medication directly and then provide it to their patients at a, a not to say cheaper cost, because they're going to get money, uh, but they're able to provide uh, their patients at a cost, so, I uh, definitely understand for sure. Uh, Keaton says, and this is, I feel Keaton, I'm a diabetic. Stop giving Manjaro out for weight loss. We need it more. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. I am with you. If you're a healthcare provider, especially because, again, the, the supply and demand is just not there, we should prioritize our diabetic patients to get that medication, the Manjaro. If you get Walgovi, Walgovi we know is strictly for your weight loss. But if you're if you're giving it for Weight loss. Give the Wagovi, don't give the Majaro, because again, it then it makes it difficult for our diabetic patients who actually need that class of medication to get it. Shout out, shout out to Keaton for sure. Definitely understand. Um, oh, oh this a good question. Someone said, "Why can't they make more?" Because it's one of the things we kind of I kind of mentioned how when they initially said, "Hey, you know, we got this many diabetic patients in the world. All right, let's produce this much," and then all these people started losing weight. i are like, "Oh." And then demand went through the roof, right? So they just, they didn't have the demand because they didn't expect, like, they didn't expect all of these diabetic patients to want this medication. They're like, nah, you know, there's so many, because there, there's a lot of different diabetic medications. So if, obviously, if you're a new diabetic medication on a block, you're not going to produce, let's say, random number, you're not going to produce a million, right, units of this drug, right? Because you, you, that's not the audience you have. Right, you may only have an audience for a hundred thousand, but then people start losing a lot of weight from it, and all of a sudden you only produce a hundred thousand, but a million people want it. Right, so that's what's happening now. And again, you know these medications aren't just you know quick snap and hurry come quick. So that that's where the supply and demand issue uh, is coming into play. Uh, Camille says definitely that's why water and green veggies daily are needed. One hundred percent, one hundred percent diet is always going to be. Uh, important for sure. Uh, is what you do? I'm part of the shortage, definitely. Uh, oh, I see a lot of comments for uh, the men who uh, was able to, you know, work on their hair loss and get that erection medication on deck. Shout out to them. Um, and uh, uh, Jade says, "I need the pill fast." So right now, they are working on. They are working on formulations for an oral form of the medications. Right now, they don't have it. Right now, they don't have it. So, again, and again, because you know, a lot of us went through the pandemic. Thank God. Right. Because if you're here, you went through the pandemic, you um, know, still here. Right. But just, you know, the height of it. And you saw like in live time what it takes to produce a medication. Right. The vaccine. So now a lot of people are experiencing like, oh, it's not just real easy to just go. And make a new medication. Right. Because you still got to go through all the steps. Now, the, yes, the vaccine went through all the steps, but they were able to go through it quicker because that's so many more people who were willing to join the studies. Right. So now, again, to get a pill form, you got to get you got to test safety. You got to get enough people to say, hey, I'm willing to join that trial and all these things there. So they are working on a pill form. But um, right now, uh, you know, from immediate standpoint, it's all about it's all about the injections. Uh, for sure. Uh, yep, Camila says everyone resistance insulin resistance should get it. Uh, drugs are used for off label. Oh yeah, yeah, no. And this, I mean, this is a great point too, right? RK says drugs are used for off label uses all the time. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. A lot of times we are using drugs that are like, hey, this drug usually works for this, but hey, by the way, we also it's, it also works over here too. So we're gonna we're gonna give it over here. Um, for for example. Um, Cymbalta is a very common medication for neuropathy, right, nerve-related pain. But what they notice is that, hey, you know what? It also does well for patients who are depressed, especially at certain doses. So it's one of those things where, again, just kind of like Wagovi, I know whether you're taking Cymbalta for neuropathy versus depression based on the dose that you're taking. Right, so it, it it's very common. So it is not uncommon, I like that RK said that, it is not uncommon to be taking medications for off-label use. Unfortunately, when you take a medication for off-label use and the off-label use is more popular than the actual use, the people who need it for the actual use gets burnt. Um, I think the best example uh, was uh, during the pandemic, everyone was, what was that medication? Uh, oh, See, I, I'm, I'm gonna draw a blank. I'm gonna draw a blank here. But there's a, there's a medication that I typically used for our lupus patients, and everyone thought that they could use it for COVID. And they all oh, it's gonna oh, that's gonna, gonna block me- my memory out because I, I hate that I don't remember. It, but I'll remember it before this live ends. Um, but they they use it all for COVID related, and that's what happens. All of a sudden, the people who needed it, right? People who needed it for lupus couldn't even get it for lupus anymore because all the COVID patients were buying it by the dozens. Right. So that's the that's what's happening now that the off label use is that population of people who are using it is superseding those who are using it for uh, the typical use. Uh, Very good question. Very good question. Um, Yep, And we we talked about the money. Yeah, that's. A thousand to fourteen hundred, just depending on, like I said, I look look on good RX just to get an idea. But yeah, your local pharmacy, right? Especially if they're in in business, right? They know, again, it's supply and demand. I got the drug. You're coming to see me. I'm going to add a little tax on it. And if you really want it, you're going to get it. Uh, Someone said, Are nosebleeds a side effect? No, we haven't seen that um, in regards to, because I was looking at the. I was looking at the um, prescriber information, which again, I don't, I don't suggest you do if if you don't have to. um, Is for these medications here and things that they shown, and I'll just again, we'll just list some of the side effects that they shown. Patients can suffer acute pancreatitis, gallbladder disease, um, acute kidney injury, uh, diabetic retinopathy. That's vision related issues. We talked about that last week. hypersensitivity. Those are like uh, reactions. So those are just some of the things that could possibly happen. Uh, but bleeding, bleeding isn't listed on any of the uh, the recommendations there. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, this is a good one, too. And this is the thing important. Uh, ask your doctor for coupons. A lot of uh, health care providers and physicians out there, especially because the, the team on Jaro, the team on Govies of the world and those pharmacy reps, they're going to clinical practices trying to get doctors to prescribe this medication. So they're leaving doctors with a lot of uh, coupons. And again, and if you know, again the if you go to if you go to wagovi um, you and there's this there's a section that says coupon. Right? If you go to wagovi.com, there's a section that says coupon, I think you have to give um, your name and email address uh, in there. You give your name and email address on there and then they'll shoot you a coupon uh, for I think I think it's like a low copay um, for 12 refills or something like that. So um, you, that's always a cheat code, right? Go to the actual manufacturer's website to see if there's a coupon there, um, especially if, if your drug is uh, pretty expensive. Uh, shameful they're getting rich off sick people they need. It. Oh, well, you know, uh, you know <laughs> a user, a whole bunch of numbers says, shameful they're getting rich off of sick people that need it. Oh, well, you know, this is this is medicine. This is medicine. And this is, this is uh, that thing that right there is the reason why a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people, I ain't really a lot, right? But a good amount of people, a good subset of people don't like the pharmaceutical industry as well as the healthcare industry because they feel that we are in it nothing for the money. Like they think we're only in this for the money, nothing about patient care. So they see instances like this where like, hey, this medication works great for patients who need to lose weight. Why not get it to them uh, you know, cheaper, so they can actually afford it, and they're like, ah, no, and it, we want to make our money. So they want they want to make their billions of dollars because they will make billions of dollars because a lot of people lose weight uh, from that perspective. But again, I I I feel you. I feel you, user. A uh, whole bunch of numbers. Um, I I understand exactly what you mean. <laughs> uh, Billy says uh, he pays twenty five dollars, but the cash price is seventeen eighty. dollars Thank thank God for good insurance. That's for sure. Billy has some good insurance. <laughs> uh, too um, oh, we have TriCare for military retirees. I pay 38. All right, so shout out to the military. Shout out to the military. The military covered it. Uh, 38, 38 bucks a month for Wagovi. Um, uh, Let's see here. Copay expired. Ooh, uh dollars Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's expensive. Yeah, I'm just looking, I'm just like making sure. Making sure I don't miss anything here. Oh, uh, someone said, uh, and again, I just want to highlight this. Uh, terzapatide will be for weight loss. So yes, uh, terzapatide right, is the generic name for Manjaro. So it is the same medication. But because of branding and the way the FDA works, once it becomes an FDA approved medication for weight loss, they'll call it something else. So and. Three to six months, whenever that trial, because they're in like the third stage of that trial now anyways, for Terzapatine or Monjaro. Once that trial goes down and they say, yep, it's official, it does great for weight loss, which we already know it does. And we're going to market it as strictly a weight loss drug. They will have to come up with a different brand name specifically for the Terzapatine dose that is strictly for weight loss. They'll come up with that. Nothing that you guys need to worry about. Um, but it, it's just the same way where like when people say Monjaro versus Ozampic it's not really Ozampic. Yes, it's, it's the same medication. Yes, it's the same medication, but it's not really that. Right. Because from an FDA standpoint, I can't come on TV and be like, hey, I have Ozampic for weight loss. Like think about that. on from a legal standpoint. I can't go on TV saying, hey, I have Ozampic for weight loss. I can go on TV and say I have Wagovi. For weight loss, but I cannot go on TV and say I have Ozampic for weight loss because it is not approved. Ozampic, the brand name Ozampic is not approved for weight loss, but what Govi is, even though what Govi is the same thing based on the doses. Again, it's 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 annoying, right? It's annoyingly tricky. Uh, but that's just unfortunately the the way our laws kind of work. Good luck to I see a whole bunch of people saying they're just they're taking their first shot. So good luck to everyone. And I mean this is really the The most important thing is, you know, especially in this country here, we have we have we have an issue um, with just weight loss. Right. We just have an issue with obesity. We have an issue with all of the chronic issues associated with it. And it's gotten to the point now. Right. Because we used to victim blame. We used to victim blame a lot. Right. We used to say, oh, the patients can't lose weight. They're eating too much. They're not exercising. Like we used to just kind of simplify it to that. And thankfully, studies after studies have shown that, hey, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why people cannot lose weight. But unfortunately, even though the studies have shown, hey, there's a lot of different reasons why patients can't lose weight. There hasn't been a lot of medications to help to the point where, you know, especially before, before Govi and um, soon to be Monjaro whatever the new name will be. The recommendations were for patients to have surgery. Right. The insurance companies were recognizing, hey, we were spending so much money on weight loss and obesity and obesity related comp, I'm sorry, obesity and obesity related complications that it's cheaper for us to pay for your obesity related surgery, right, than have to pay for all of the complications. Like that is how bad it's gotten in this country that the insurance companies, mind you, they don't want to pay for no surgery because they're cheap. They, they, They want to make their billions. But they said, "Hey, we would actually save money if we would just pay for the surgery. Let's start paying for the surgery." So then, the recommendations from healthcare providers were, "Hey, we need to start recommending our patients for surgical intervention earlier." So, but now, right? Well, Govi and these newer medic—this new medication is going to come out. Um, it's going to be great because, hey, now I have an extra step. I have an extra layer. That I can get to before paying for the surgery. And eventually insurance companies will get around and pay for it because eventually they'll realize that hey, these 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 patients they can afford this thousand dollar, you know, fifteen hundred dollar medication. Right? We gotta start covering it. Cause guess what? If we cover it and then they lose their weight, guess what? That's less blood pressure medications, that less diabetes medications, right? That's less complications, that's less issues that we're gonna have to pay for at the end. Right. So they're not doing it at the kindness of their heart. They're recognizing that the dollar amount that they're going to save once they start covering these medications to help us lose weight is going to save them billions. Right. That's unfortunately it is what it is. I'm a realist. I understand the game. So I'm like, hey, you know, we appreciate you. But, um, you know, that's just what's happened, especially in the game here. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see. All right, right. Make sure make sure we're not missing any. I want to make sure we don't miss any questions. Yep. Someone said there's a weight loss clinic that you can get it for uh, 125. Right. And the reason why is because the clinics are able to purchase the actual vials right at a much bigger discount. So let's say I have let's say I have one vial. Let's say I have one vial and I can treat 20 patients. I I could treat twenty patients. I'm I'm I don't, I'm just spitballing. I could treat twenty patients with this one vial, and I charge twenty patients right hundred twenty five bucks for that vial to come see me four because it's a weekly drug. So come see me four times a week. It's a it's an easy solution. It's a it's an easy proposition. Hey, you know what? I can make about four to five times as much that I pay for this vial. Just by individually hitting folks off and then just say, hey, come see my clinic for 125. Oh, that's easy. I I'll do that all day, every day. Again, this, you know, in here, a real physician reacts, we like to mix the the real aspect of medicine. Cause I know I know a lot of people, especially who follow me, like to hear like the behind the scenes aspect of healthcare and the capitalistic aspect of healthcare. Um, Cause I'm just real, right? I'll be honest with y'all. I'm, I don't got no. I got no point to lie to y'all. Um, but that's the reason why it's only 125 bucks. Shout out, shout out to the health clinic because I'm pretty sure they're busy. Uh, well insurance cover the medications? Um, oh, so the question is, when insurance will cover these medications? Typically, it starts out with you know, obviously Medi- Medicare is the big one, right? Medicare needs to cover it. And then all of the other subsequent ones will cover it in a way or fashion. Um, we have a lot of people who are in the military who's already got, because the military is usually right, because military is government too. Um, Tricare, that's a government insurance. Um, so you have, usually the government insurances will cover first, and then the subsequent Blue Cross, Aetna's, United will follow suit uh, eventually. Um, but again, they're going to be slow because there are other medications that are specifically for diabetes that work well. And when it comes to diabetes, there are diabetes, uh, obesity related medications that are there too that are also cheaper that they'd rather cover than cover this newer drug. But once enough people are covering it, then it'll just kind of be a snowball effect. Let's see. Congratulations, Meredith. Meredith says she's down 10 pounds. Congratulations. Like I said, it works great. It works. Great. That that's, I think that's why you're seeing so much emphasis and news about it, because we haven't had, again, 2014, we haven't had medications that work great for losing weight in a long time, almost a decade. So now we, that we have a couple people here, uh, a couple of drugs here that can do that, and you're seeing pharmaceutical um, companies going towards that, investing in that, um, that's why you're seeing a lot of the fanfare uh, from that perspective there. Uh, oh, someone said they're down 40 since April. Shout out to you, user 248. four. Like, will we'll highlight here. Uh, user 248 and a whole bunch of numbers says she's down uh, 40 pounds. Like I said, it is a great, great medication here uh, f- from that standpoint there. Uh, so Molly says, my insurance uh, forces me to try Trulicity first. Yeah, yeah. Trulicity is and it's Trulicity's on the diabetic side. Um, it's in that class of medications where Majora will go, VR. So they're going to want you to try those medications first show that those medications don't help decrease your, because they don't, um because there is studies, right, Manjaro, there are studies with Manjaro comparing to the other GLP agonists, like Trulicity and others, and, that, and Manjaro was kicking their butt, but unfortunately, insurance company, because the way they do, right, they want you to go through the ones that are cheaper first, then work your way down to say like, okay, all right, we'll finally get that, uh, but again, shout out to this user here. She's, she is down 40 pounds uh, since April. Uh, someone said, what can I do to avoid a stomach pain? Now, I'm not sure if, you know which medication you're planning to taking, but typically what happens with both these medications, there is some semblance there. Just because of the way those medications work, you're going to have some GI upset stomachs. Typically, your doctors will start you on a low dose. And slowly work your way up to your body can tolerate it, but it's really not anything you can kind of avoid. It's just really your body getting used to that medication. So that stomach pain you're experiencing is the medication. I hate to say the medication working, but that is kind of the side effect of the medication working. Well, let's see. Make sure we don't. Uh, someone says, "Oh, uh, yeah, Monjoro and Wagovi are the medication." Someone asked us to pronounce. Uh, The medication here. Uh, Someone says Majora cover five dollar copay through UPS Team Care. Shout out to, shout out, shout out to UPS Team Care. Shout out today. uh, Congrat and uh, good luck on your journey, uh, JM Rudiger. Good luck on your journey. Like I said, again, have you heard of doctors using seizure medication for weight loss? I don't. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the common seizure medications. And I, I can't think of any that have any direct correlation for weight loss. Um, it it that's definitely would be an off label use, but at the top of my head I can't think of one. As someone had a question about our seizure medic. Is there anyone using seizure medications for weight loss? And I can't think of any um, at this time here. Uh, let me see. All right, uh, Topamax. Oh, I have to look at that. So I'll, I'll definitely look up that for sure. Uh, Topamax being in. Oh, Shannon says she lost 93 pounds in seven months. Congratulations, congratulations. Like I said, I'm excited too, right? And and that's the thing. We have to again. We we have to. Oh, 83 pounds. Oh yeah, everybody everybody's killing it. 15 pounds for Victoza. That's another one. Another one in that same class that works, right? So we we got some we got some drugs. Like we got some drugs that again that haven't been that haven't been promoted as weight loss medications, but our diabetic patients know about them because it's been helping. But again, it's one of those things where like, hey, I didn't I didn't do the research studies for the weight loss, so I can't really put it out there. But like the pharmaceutical reps would be like, hey, you know, by the way, tell your patient that they can lose some weight, even though I'm not allowed to tell you. Like they'll tell you that. They they can't verbally say that because you're not allowed to say it, because again, it's there's rules. Um, but they'll say, hey, you know, side effects is I've seen some people lose some weight. So these newer drugs will go are the two of the newest ones where like the weight loss has been such like like a, a home run that like people are screaming from the rooftop, like Oh, my God, this thing is losing a lot. Like, mind you, the uh, especially because remember the diabetic medications, the goal of decreasing your A1C works great in these two medications here is amazing. And these two medications here. But it's just the fact that they saw so much weight loss occurring that they're like, all right, we can't even ignore the weight loss anymore. We can't even act like the weight loss isn't happening uh, from that standpoint. Um, uh, Lisa says, is Ozampic better than Trulicity? Yes. So, yes, the, the studies that Ozampic went through um, to show... The this again, remember, they weren't doing it for weight loss, they were just doing it to see, hey, will Ozampic work better than Trulicity for decreasing your A1C? And they're like, oh, yeah, it definitely works better in decreasing your A1C. Oh, it also works better in losing some weight, right? Like, it was like, oh my god, this oh, this is a oh, we we might have something here. So, this is why this is this is why all the fanfare is there because this is probably going to be a billion dollar industry. Just weight loss in and of itself is a billion dollar industry. So if you have, if you're the new kid on the block and you're like the top two alphas, as far as medications concerned, strictly for losing weight, you got a billion dollars in your pocket. Just like, just like when uh, Pfizer, right? Um, said, Hey, I'm trying to, you know, grow some hair. And they started realizing everyone was getting erections. They're like, Oh, we're going over here because we know men and their sexual dysfunction is going to be a billion dollar industry, right? So it's same same premise uh, from that standpoint. There. Let's see here. Let's see. Let me see. Someone's asking. Yeah, these these insurance companies will eventually cover it. The time the time being will just be a matter of. Uh, waiting. To, it's, it's almost like, all right, like this person has to cover it and this person cover it. All right. We'll eventually cover it. Cause they, they don't want to be left behind uh, from that standpoint there. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. Yep. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm seeing all these, all these people who are doing amazing on the Manjaro or Ozampic or, or go, they just sh- shout out to y'all. Make, make sure Make sure y'all, y'all don't forget that. Like, yeah, shout out to y'all for sure. Again, And some people are able to get it for the cheap because of good you know insurance and copay. Some people got to pay out the pocket. Um, but again, it's just one of those things where, again, if if you can afford it, right, if you can afford it, especially right now, if you can afford it. You're likely going to take it. Right. It's just something that you're going um, uh, to get involved with for sure. All right. Oh, it's 10 o'clock. All right, guys. So it's for it's this hour. It's the hour. First of all, I want I want to say shout out to everyone who's joined the live. He's shown uh, showing a lot of love. We saw a lot of roses, a lot of hearts. Um, I think Robin was on here earlier, gave me like a cake or something. Uh, Shout out to that. Um, You guys are doing a fabulous job. Um, I love the questions. Oh, look. Oh, look at this. I like that. Um, Like a like a lightning. OK, appreciate you guys. Remember, if you did not catch the beginning I drop this. I take this episode. I put it on my podcast episode, Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. It will be on tomorrow. Um, if you like watching the video, um, unfortunately, you won't be able to see the comments, but I'll have the video on our YouTube page, link in the bio as well. Y'all be blessed. Make sure you like, make sure you share, and I'm going to see you guys next week.